Welcome to Aligned and Soulful Leadership. My name is Kavita Milwani, and I empower soulful, multicultural women of color to opulently shine their light without the hustle. I truly believe you can fulfill your soul's desire without losing yourself, your health, or your life in the process. I know that you can ignite your confidence and know your worth all while walking your divine So in this podcast, I will dive deep into topics, challenges, and blocks that women of color experience as they rise up into their aligned life and work. My deep desire is that BIPOC women can lead through their inner wisdom in a way that honors their soul. Are you ready to rise up as the leader you were born to be? Then this podcast is for you. So today I wanted to talk about why trusting your intuition is harder as a BIPOC woman. So uh, there are many reasons why trusting your intuition can be harder. And I'm going to talk about the challenges today. And um, I would love to hear if some of this resonates. One of the skills that I teach all my clients is to learn, trust, and access their own intuition so they can make decisions that are in alignment with their real goals and desires. So using intuition as a guidance system for decisions is also a skill that I have been developing over the years. Okay. And so I've, as I've been working with intuition, I have found a pattern of challenges such as the ability to discern intuition or just not knowing how to access that guidance. Okay. So in addition to these challenges that I've seen for myself and a lot of my clients, there are more challenges that women, BIPOC women or first and second generation immigrants have that are a little bit unique. Okay. So challenge number one is you have been taught that feelings are not valid. So in many families that fall into these categories, feelings are not important. You know, they're just not valid. Um, Were you told as a child that you had no reason to be afraid or did you have your feelings dismissed as not important? Since many women of color come from situations where the primary goal was survival of the family, feelings were just not valued, right? It was about sucking it up and just going forward. So when individuals are in this survival mode, it is most common to suppress feelings or dismiss them as unimportant. Unfortunately, this may feel, have felt necessary for our family at the time because their, their really goal was survival, right? So The challenges arise later when it's no longer necessary or feels necessary to suppress our feelings and just suck it up, right? In fact, I mean, our feelings are an indication to pay attention. And so it it really is the window to our intuitive guidance. So if we're suppressing our feelings, then it can be more challenging to access our intuition, okay? So now I'm not suggesting that we use our feelings to choose what to do because sometimes our feelings are results of thoughts that are not serving us, right? What I'm saying is that our feelings are an invitation to investigate what is happening for us, 
Okay. And so when you ignore that or suppress it, instead of using them as guidance of what work you need to do, you start to become more disconnected from yourself, others. And what I'm talking about today is your intuition. It's really difficult to discern and access that intuitive guidance, right? So that's one challenge. Challenge number two, you learned that you should fit in, blend in, or in order to stay safe. Okay. So as a child of immigrants, I distinctly remember my parents wanted us to first fit into the larger culture. And they also wanted to create a community with people that were similar to us, right? So other immigrants of Indian origin. And so as you can imagine, these were conflicting messages because on one hand, you were warned not to bring shame to your family by, by um, breaking the rules of this people, these people in this community that they've created that's similar to you. And on the other hand, you also need to not stand out right? And you need to get straight A's. You can show how hard you work. And it's kind of a recipe of confusion and for overachievers and hustlers, right? So it's like this idea that, you know, you need to really work very hard and you need to really prove yourself and like put your head down and work. But at the same time, you also don't want to stand out and you don't want to bring shame right? So it's kind of like, well, how do you not stand out when you're stellar, right? At work. And this often impacts, um, you know, women of color as they step into leadership positions, right? Because you have the subconscious conditioning that you are not supposed to stand out. And as a leader, you stand out and you actually need to stand out, right? So furthermore, for many, this experience of needing to blend in extends beyond that, right? It's, um, maybe you've had actual experiences of not being safe if you stood out somehow, right? So, you know, I know a lot of, of women and of color have had, you know, real experiences where their safety was threatened because they looked differently. They looked different than the others, or, you know, they, they use their voice and they spoke up and then, you know, there was a consequence to that, right? So when we don't use our voice to sp- when you want to speak up and when you choose how you look based on the others in the room, you hide your feelings also and hurts and struggles from others, then it's like this, this conundrum, right? So how do you fit in and how do you excel at the same time? So, you know, you may be asking what that has to do with your intuition. Well, your intuition may go against the choice of staying hidden and unseeved unseen, excuse me. So you may intuition may be telling you speak up, choose your own path, right? This is not meant for you. And you are ignoring it because of this unconscious need to stay safe. Okay. And again, it may be based on real experiences that you've had. But what, and and this even is further a challenge if you had a strong desire to pursue a different career, a life partner that didn't fit into what you were taught was okay, or a life path that was different than what you was, that you were prescribed and what was considered acceptable, right? What if your intuitive guidance, if your intuition pulls you in a direction that was different 
but you questioned it because there are not many people that look like you who made those decisions. So you didn't have the role models. It didn't fit into your culture. If your intuition and heart guided you in a direction, but you have a lack of role models for those path, a lack of evidence that it would work, or a sense of disconnections from your feelings, then what, right? So even as I'm discussing this, I can feel my throat chakra like closing up, right? Because I'm speaking up, right? And it does still it take courage to choose differently, to make that decision that you no longer blend in, that you would stand out and trust that you're going to be okay, right? And so as humans, we have an inherent need to belong. And for many of my clients, they have the, they've had the desire and even the intuitive guidance to pursue a different career, to choose a life partner that didn't fit into the acceptable norms of their culture and their society, or they want to live a different life and they ignored that inner voice. And then one day that voice gets louder and they could no longer ignore it, right? And so I know the struggle as the struggle was my own as well. Right. I ignored that intuitive voice to pursue this, this career that I have, this business, this coaching business for so long. I mean, I knew in high school that I was interested in the subconscious mind. I mean, in middle school, I had, I did a project on dreams, right? And in high school, I read many lives, many masters and, you know, it had this fascination and understanding the mind and wanting to learn more. And, you know, I majored in psychology in college. And so like there was this, this sense and this continued need to understand people and the subconscious mind and the spiritual mind. And I didn't follow it. I didn't. I kept trying different things and nothing seemed to click. Nothing seemed to fit until this, right? So if that's, that story is there and to, to inspire you, I hope it inspires you to take the steps and to at least learn and start that process of learning to access your intuition, right? As my clients that have found me and are ready to change, they just don't know how, right? So, um, I'm, my hope for you is that you're able to go down that path. Okay. So challenge number three, okay, is choosing the practical at higher value, okay? So this, this is the final one I'm going to talk about today. Um, there are more, right? But this challenge has to do with, you know, when you were picking a decision, right? We, there's always, there are, we usually have choices. We always have choices, right? So the, the, one of the methods that I hear people, uh, use all the time is to write a pros and cons list, right? See what choice has more pros and cons. There's your decision, right? But for some people, even after making the list, even though the cons in their list outweigh the pros, they feel a pull to what would be considered the impractical choice, Okay. So if you've had this experience, this may be your intuition talking to you and guiding you, or it may not, but you need to learn to distinguish that voice and pay attention to it through practice, right? So if your subconscious or your, even your conscious programming is to choose a practical, then you may just disregard those feelings, pick the one that has the most pros and move on, right? There is value to choosing the practical and sometimes following your heart, your dreams, and your deep desires have higher value. The cost of not pursuing the impractical choice can cause so much, so much discontent, disconnection, and dissatisfaction for people, right? So 
Um, I want you to bring this awareness to these challenges because I know it takes courage to go beyond this practical choice, to choose your calling, to follow your deep-seated soul desires, and to follow your intuition. For BIPOC women and children of immigrants, following their intuitive guidance can be more challenging because they were not taught to honor their feelings. They learned to blend in to be safe. And choosing the practical always had higher value. But despite these challenges, I believe it is vital to develop and to learn how to use your intuition. I love seeing the shifts that my clients experience when they learn to trust and follow that inner guidance. They feel empowered and nothing can stop them as long as they continue to stay connected to that intuitive guidance. So I'm going to encourage you today to to look at what is stopping you from really accessing your intuition. What are the true challenges that you face? Do any of the three challenges that I shared in this episode, do those resonate with you? Do you identify with them? And, you know, the idea of just identifying them, then you can start to shift right? The first step in changing, the first step in making changes and doing things differently is first to recognize it, to, to realize that it's happening. Because if you don't know what's happening, then how can you shift it? How can you change it? Right? And so I am going to encourage you to start to pay attention, see what's stopping you. When are you, what are you faced with a challenge right now? Are you faced with a decision that you're not sure where to go? Is your heart calling you to something and you're not sure what that, if you should go that direction, right? And so that's just an invitation to start some investigation, some inner work to figure out where you need to go next. Okay. So I'm not telling you to blindly follow how you feel because your feelings can sometimes, um, throw you in the wrong direction, wrong direction for you. Although I don't think there's ever like the wrong thing unless you're harming someone. Right. But maybe the more challenging path than you need to be on, maybe it throws you in the direction that's not in alignment with who you are. Right. And even those experiences have value. Um, so really just look and see in your life, right? Like how are you functioning your work right now? How are you feeling that? Are you able to make decisions? Are you one of these people that gets stuck? Or are you the person that always chooses the practical and feel kind of disconnected and lost? Right? Like, where are you? Take an honest assessment of where you are in your life, how you feel about your work, how you feel about your relationships, how you feel about how you're living your life and the choices that you're making. Because you can always change. You can always change your choices. You can choose differently. And in order to choose differently that's in alignment with your soul, your intuition is that tool. The intuition is the guide. And learning to access your intuition, even though as a BIPOC woman, you will have more challenges or different challenges, you can do it. You can do it. I I have faith in you. So anyway, I hope this is helpful. Until next time, take good care. Bye. Thank you for joining me for Aligned and Soulful Leadership. I was inspired to start this podcast as a way to empower women of color to rise up into their aligned leadership. Remember, I will have all the resources I mentioned during this episode available in the show notes at alignedandsoulfulpodcast.com. 
I'm your host, Kavita. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends. And if you haven't received my free abundance meditation and exercise, then go to alignedandsoulfulleadership.com and subscribe to my newsletter and you will receive this powerful visualization and exercise to ignite your abundant life. Thank you 